spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Yes, Yay! finally. There you go. <laughs> the hotline's chat. Yeah, there's up. a hotline, a little bus, and it was hanging up on me. Well, you did answer that first time I was there, but it just kept hanging up when I called back. It was busy. What so. the hell? Not oh. your fault. All Not right. your fault. Very good. Glad to have you. Yeah, I know they they, uh, they 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 did some stuff where Calta can take calls at his home studio now. Maybe that kind of jacked up our hotline reception. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's it. Who knows? Here you're here. All good. <laughs> hey man, buddy, how are you? I'm good. That's what y'all were talking about. Yeah, it's been a while. You know why? It's because the movies literally died after Nope. I mean, it's yes. the truth. <laughs> I mean, it did. We had Nope. I think that was the last big like one everyone was focused on. And then it immediately got quiet. Like, I know Bullet Train's done all right. Like, that, that's done okay. And one of the better movies that came out was actually on Hulu, and that was Prey, was the new oh, Predator yeah. film. So that probably should have been in theaters, but it wasn't good for Hulu because it's been a really big hit for them. But also, I, the issue was is that in the end of July, we were supposed to get Black Adam with The Rock. And when they moved it to October, no one came up and took its place, really. Like, not a big tentpole-type last excitement, last hurrah of the summer. Uh, so it got real, real quiet after Nope, and that was it. Although Top Gun just keeps making money, which just blows me away, because you can just watch it on Paramount Plus now if you want. Yeah, but like you said, that's one of those movies that you need to see at the theater, and, and probably IMAX if you're going to do it. Uh, and I get it. I think the problem is, Tim, and, and uh, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, I'm speaking for everybody, but I think a lot of people probably feel the way I do when it comes to movies. I don't with the with all the streaming options we have and how comfortable we have our our at home experiences now. I don't like to go to the movies unless it's a real good movie. Like I want to like obviously I went to to see Top Gun as as soon as I possibly could. I'll go to see a Marvel movie and not even every Marvel movie. I I'm going to wait for Thor to come out on to stream. Like I I didn't go to see it even though I know it's probably a pretty good movie. Um but of course if it's a Spider-Man or if it's an Avengers, I'm going to go see that. But I I think a lot of people feel that way. They're just like, yeah, Bullet Train look cool. The trailer looks cool. But is it cool enough for me to go spend seventy five dollars after I get popcorn and a drink and you know and or or do I just want to wait for it to come out on a stream? Yeah, and I think that's the problem this movie Beast is gonna run into. I mean, sooner or later it's gonna be on the peacock. I probably think, you know, sooner rather than later than some of the films. Like even Black Phones on the Peacock now, and that's a film that did well this summer. It was a small horror film, but did really well and now is on the Peacock. So you're starting to see them you know, kind of flex that universal connection they have with them with those films to kind of do what Paramount Plus is doing with the 45 days, you know, after. But um, as far as spending money to see Beast, or as I like to call it, Idris Elba fights a lion, because that's right. how everyone has described it to me when they've asked about it. Um, it's rated R. So if you're a rated R movie and you're doing a story about a crazy lion that's hunting you down and got you trapped in the car, um, I think you should take some more risks. And maybe yeah, there should be a sex scene. 
I don't know if we need a scene, but definitely the lion balling. And see, at times right. I think this movie, you can tell it was made on the cheap. So the times where you could really take advantage of that R rating, they don't show it because I think honestly they were just probably trying to keep the budget down, which I get, you know. But at the same time, if you you want to be a horror movie, be a horror movie. And at times I think it almost wants to be a family drama, mm. so it gets hung in the middle. And I will say too that at times the special effects aren't that great. And oh boy, if you're I was worried about that. A, 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 an animal movie. You know, with a big animal, you need to make sure the effects are good. And listen, I love kind of animal horror movies. I mean, my favorite movie is Jaws. I wouldn't compare Jaws to this, but I would say something more in the line of Crawl. I don't know if you ever saw Crawl a couple years ago with the alligators right. in the house during the hurricane. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. It was yeah, fun. fun. Yeah, and that takes advantage of, like, kind of being more edgier, being more scarier. You know, I joke around at the same time, like, I liked arachnophobia back in the day. I thought arachnophobia was a pretty good yes. horror comedy. As far as that funny, goes. yeah, yeah. Or what about uh, what about Cujo? I I loved Cujo, Cujo. as a kid. Cujo's terrifying. Yes, <laughs> Saint Bernard with rabies. And yeah. see, that's the thing: a lion hunting you down when you don't have water, you don't really have a gun, you're in the middle of nowhere in Africa. I mean, take some risks, take some chances. And I just don't think it does this. Is it a bad movie? No. It's it's not a bad movie. It's just kind of a eh, movie just because I was like, you know, I was showing up for some camp and, sh you know, showing right. up for some kind of goofiness. That's that's what I want in this. You know, like, I listen, I know people love Anaconda. It's not one of my favorite movies, but there's, you know, people who love Anaconda because it's campy and it's silly and it's, you know, gross and weird in some ways. But it's more yeah. of like a Saturday matinee flick. That's what I wanted out of this in some ways. And at times they just kind of take themselves too seriously and kind of forget what what everyone's showing up for, and that's, you know, a lion eating people and Idris Elba fighting a lion. That's what we want right. to see. Yeah, so, and, and, know, I, and I love I, Idris I Elba. I, you yeah, don't think this is going to tarnish his, uh, his legacy at all, do you? No, I mean, he does everything he can to make it worth it. And, and Idris is a great actor. I mean, he's good in Suicide Squad. I mean, he, he's one of those guys that you can give him something crappy, and he's just got a presence about himself that he can carry it. And I know they want to go young with James Bond, but I still say, like, are you sure you just don't want to maybe consider Idris as James Bond? You know, they've always yeah. talked about switching it up and, you know, being diverse. And I actually liked that, like I said, last time around with LaShawna Lynch, how she played 007. I didn't think it was forced. I thought they did it really well, how they did it. But if they wanted to get diverse, I mean, I just look at Idris. I'm like, dude, he's a smooth dude, man. That's what you wanted, yeah. James Bond. But yeah, they want to go younger, from what I hear. I don't know, man. I'll take Stringer Bell as James Bond any day of the week. That's my guy. Yeah, it's crazy to think how long Idris has been around. I feel like, really, it's only been like the past, I know it sounds crazy, like four or five years where like people have really taken notice of him. And, right. and I feel like he's he's been around way longer than that. And I guess it goes back to that whole thing with The Wire that, no one watched The Wire the first time around. I'm guilty of that. I, I'm very guilty of that. I watched oh, I know. I watched, it, I watched it five years ago. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think people realize how great he was back then. But my wife, she'll yell at you and be like, oh, my gosh, Luther's awesome. Because that's, you know, BBC show he's involved with. Right. He's great in it. But, um, you know, and obviously, you know, pretty, pretty, you know, as far as side characters go, pretty good role in the Marvel Universe as Heimdall. You know, he, has pretty, he had a pretty good stretch with that, you know, being involved. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and then obviously the Suicide Squad. And I think they're going to do more stuff with him. When you've got someone like that, you're going to want to keep him more involved. But 
as far as this weekend goes, I mean, yeah, if you want to go spend a matinee, just get out to the movies, sure. I mean, if you want to take, like, your teenage son, you know, that's maybe only 12 or 13, you're worried about it being too gory or anything, it's not. So, I mean, it is, I hate to use this phrase, it is what it is. It's, you know, just kind of a campy <laughs> popcorn-type flick where there's a lion hunting them down. Just don't expect Jaws. Right. Well, the, you know, the, the bar is pretty high there, even though, you know, uh, it was done so long ago. You know, what was it, 1975, is it, Jaws? Yeah. And, but still it's still, the special at the end of the effects. day, it's a big animal hunting people down. <laughs> and, and, and for that, and for, and for something, you know, 47 years old, special effects are still pretty good. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, every once in a while, you know, I'll look at it and people are like, yeah, you can see the shark. I'm like, guys, realize it's 1975. Like, <laughs> right. doing everything with practical effects. And they created the summer blockbuster with that mechanical shark. So I think they were doing good for what it was. You know, that's about to be re-released in IMAX. Like, I think on the 1st of September. Ooh. I'm actually going to go try to find a way to see it, like, during that stretch. I, I do want to see it in IMAX and see what it's like. Uh, I've seen it on the big screen a couple times, but I am interested to try to check it out on IMAX. I remember a few years ago they did the Jurassic Park 3D upgrade, and I actually got a screen for that and went and saw it. That was a lot of fun. It, you know, that, that was a movie meant for the 3D upgrade. Not everything needed to be 3D back then. But when they did that upgrade, I'm like, you know, this one works. And the part of me thinks those big scenes just out on the water and everything else that Jaws would be pretty cool to see on the big IMAX like that, especially since they've taken the time to convert it. Absolutely. And I, I don't know if you've dabbled at all in uh, in the new VR realm, but uh, I, I, I've, uh, for a few months now, I've had uh, an Oculus headset, and they're starting to do movies in VR now. And that's one, that one of the things I wanted to ask you about, if you've, if you've heard any buzz around that if they're planning on doing any like major major movies and uh, in a, in the VR platform, because I could see being immersed in a in a major Hollywood movie could be unbelievable. And and they're they're predicting VR is going to get more and more um, like uh, you know the, the the quality is going to get better and better. Uh, they're all, they're looking you know into augmenting reality in the last in the next few years, but the VR is is pretty good. I I, I did a trailer for uh, the new It movie. I guess it's coming out. I guess September and October. I guess. Um, but the trailer was basically just me go, on a raft going through the sewer with Pennywise jumping around. You know, and it's in stereo, so he's like yelling in my left ear. He's whispering in my right ear. He's all around me. And I'm in a sewer, and when you're wearing a headset, you're in there. And it was the scariest damn thing ever, and it was a five-minute trailer. And all I can imagine was being a whole movie, whether it's an action movie like Top Gun, where you feel like you're in the, you know, in the in the plane with them, or if it's a horror movie where you feel like you're in the same, you know, house with Michael Myers. I I can't even imagine. Have you heard anything about that? Well, I mean, if you think about it, and you guys can probably remember, the old channel side IMAX, and then obviously the IMAX dome at Mosey, they were really curved and like domes, right. and like especially the one at channel side. It was supposed to be like that immersive feeling. And then people kind of changed because the view, you know, you sat in certain places, the aspect ratio, and then it just went to this big screen IMAX. But I think if you ever saw one that would maybe converted after the fact, I would probably say Avatar, the you know, the way to the water, just because of what Cameron wants to do with every movie he makes. He wants to kind of break through with something new, almost invent something new in filmmaking. 
And that would be one with, like you said, an immersive world that I think, yeah, maybe one of these Avatar sequels over the next couple of years, we could see something like that. And, you know, maybe even Disney jumps into it with Marvel. We'll see. You know, they seem to be pretty happy with what they're streaming and everything else. But uh, you have to get the Oculus set in everybody's hands, though. That's the issue. Johnny, you have one. But, like, I think for every seven or eight people, you know, they probably don't have them. I'd probably say... I mean, Will, you may agree with me. I'd probably say one in every 20 people may have one. It could be higher than that, wouldn't you think? I mean, I don't know a lot of people. I do know people that have them, but I don't know a lot of people that have them. It's the same thing with PlayStation 5. Like, you can get yeah. a controller, you just can't get the system. So you, to do something like that and to undertake it, you need to make sure there's an audience there that is willing to accept it. And still, that we don't have VRs now, doing something like this, that could get people doing it. Remember, there wasn't 3D movies until Avatar. Then all of a sudden everything was 3D and they burned it out pretty much, right? You know, yeah. so. But I could see that being one, but yeah, you know, it, it'll it's going to eventually go that route. I mean, it is. I mean, we're already getting immersive in our homes, you know, theaters and you know, the lights will change color depending on which you know you're watching. So we're getting there, but it, I just don't think it's there yet because you need to make sure everyone's got Oculus and that or in some type of VR. We're just not even close to being there yet. True that. Now, talking about the Marvel Universe, you have uh, you've checked out the latest. I have not seen any of it. Um, I didn't even know it was uh, this close to being released, but uh, I did see a, a, a little little snippet, uh, like a little mini trailer for She-Hulk. Um, you've seen four episodes, right? Four episodes. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and it does right. play like a 2000 lawyer sitcom. Um, but I think it works. Now, I'm going to give you some background here. So I read Secret Wars when I was a kid, and then she goes into the Fantastic Four after Secret Wars, and then she gets her own comic, The Sensational She-Hawk. That's what I read. I'm biased. I did love this character because she was involved in one of my favorite comics and then got her own thing. And in that comic, she broke the fourth wall, kind of knew she was living in a comic book. It was more funny and gag. She would talk to the audience. And um, they do the same thing here. Uh, in the four episodes. And, I mean, they make fun of themselves. They make fun of the MCU. They make fun of how people will react. Like, she'll say certain things like, oh, Twitter's going to go crazy over this. You know, like, right. kind of how it is. And, you know, even the men are already review bombing it. I bet you they get called out, too, because people are already review bombing it. I'm like, gosh, come on. Like, and people are saying, oh, we're going to She-Hawk. I'm like, guys, no, that's what she was always called, right? Right, <laughs> they didn't right. didn't make this up because they're woke now. That's what she was called. And, and she even makes jokes about that like i didn't come up with it you know people named it but as far as the show goes highly entertaining i mean okay moon knight was weird but the biggest thing about moon knight there wasn't enough moon knight you get a lot of she-hawk right off the bat and you get a lot of bruce banner in the first episode right off the bat so the hawk's involved then in the other episodes from the four i saw there's a lot of people in and out of the mcu in these episodes and i've heard it's going to be even more i mean i'm not spoiling anything tim roth is back as the abomination and I'm all about Tim Roth being back. I mean, I'm a huge Pulp Fiction fan. I don't think people realize how much of a great villain Tim Roth was in, like, the late 90s. <laughs> so right. Like, you know, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Rob Roy. I mean, Tim Roth is great. And he plays, you know, a, you know, reprises his role as Abomination. Also, Wong is in it a lot. He's in it a okay. lot. And we've seen stills that, Dar- that Charlie Cox is going to be back as Daredevil in this series. So I think we're going nice. to get a little bit more out of him than we did in Spider-Man No Way Home. I am all about getting Charlie Cox and Daredevil back involved in the mix. He's too cool of a character 
to have the rights to to sit on the sidelines. Plus, it's not like you're running from anything because his Netflix series was great. You it know? was my so, favorite. Like, it was my. It was hands down my favorite. It was the most violent. Yeah. It was the most entertaining. Uh, I'm I'm glad that it's getting it's you know it's getting picked up by Disney Plus because I thought it was I thought that was really really good every every season was fantastic. Listen, the other thing too about this show being a little weird and offbeat. Listen, I love Wandavision, but Wandavision is weird and it's a total mystery. This show, I'm I'm not trying to mean this in a bad way, but it's like kooky in a way, you know, like how I like that breaks the fourth wall, and and it's funny, you know, and she's great. Uh, Tatiana Mosley, uh, uh, Maslany, I'm sorry. Who, she was in Orphan Black, which I'll be honest, I've never watched, but people go crazy for that and said, you know, she's going to be amazing in this. She's a great actress. She was great in that. I mean, she is awesome in this as Jennifer Walters because she just kind of wants to live a regular life, and he's kind of being like, no, you're stuck being a superhero now. That's just the way it is. And so it's right. a lot about her struggle. But the idea of this being a little different, also breaking the fourth wall, letting the audience in on the joke, everybody out there can get all worked up over this and everything else. But, guys, I hate to break this to you. This is how we get Deadpool back in the MCU with Disney. I I totally think they're testing some things out because Mm -hmm. they can't let that property, just like Daredevil, you can't let that character sit there. You can't. Like, I mean, there's there's too much money to be made. There's too much product to be sold, which Disney wants to do. And I think this may be they're kind of testing the waters with themselves because I think She-Hulk is going to be a little bit more edgier, you know, a little bit. There's some of the content they talk about in the first episode is pretty funny about Steve Rogers' sexual experiences over the years. So, I mean, I can tell they're going to get a little edgier with some things. But I do think with them doing this project, this may help them get more comfortable with what they're going to need to do with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool because – one way or another, you got to get that guy back in the mix. You yes, have to. Yeah, I don't care if it's absolutely. not in every MC movie. Even if it's just solo movies in another multiverse, whatever. But we've kind of been sitting a long time since Deadpool 2, and we need more of that because everyone loves that character. Amen. See, I'm excited now because I like a little, I like a little humor in my uh, in my superhero stuff. I, I that's one of the reasons I I like Hulk as a character because he's always got some. There's always something funny, you know, with him with it when he starts smashing, uh, you know, uh, uh, who, who's the guy? Uh, th- no, I'm brain farting. Thor. Thor's brother. Uh, where yeah, Loki. Uh, Loki, yeah. when he when he when he just starts smashing him all over the place, and it's always really really funny. Uh, he, he pops up and does something like that, or in, in the Avengers, just these little little quips and stuff uh, makes makes him a lot lot more interesting. Of course, uh, you know the Iron Man character, you know, always had some funny stuff um, with all. Spring is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.